Yeah, go get ready. Come on. Go get your shoes. Come on. Go put your vest on. Come on. Come on. As a matter of fact, go get all your stuff. Come on! That's right. What you saying? This ain't worked out. You better go get your head. Come on! And here's the reason He saw me up there all alone So for my sin he did atone He purchased me, I'm not my own I want to please him That's right, get your stuff Pack your bags, put your shoes on Come on, and travel with us today As we move on up Faith Street Hello everyone, once again I want to welcome you to our new radio program Which is titled On Faith Street With Derek Steele And I am Derek Steele, and we're excited to have you join us today as we continue traveling up the King's Highway. First, I want to thank God for this opportunity, as well as Mr. Doug Apple and the Wave 94.1 radio station for being so gracious in making me feel right at home and teaching us so patiently the ways of the radio business. I want to thank our sponsors right now for supporting us on Faith Street, the Dream Foundation and Mr. Michael Dobson and uh, Sonny Beasley and all those uh, in that camp. Also, Dr. Joseph Camps of the Advanced Urological Institute, as well as Pastor Avery McKnight and Powerhouse Church of God by Faith. want to thank Mr. Scott Thornton and Apogee Signs, as well as Bishop Michael Moore and the Powerhouse Church of God in Christ. And I want to thank my good friend, Miss Gail Milan, who's been such a great supporter of ours, as well as Mr. Charlie Elder, who goes way back with us, uh, who has supported us even back at this village. He and his wonderful wife, Joni. Uh, we just want to thank all of you all. So many people I could thank, uh, especially want to thank my pastors and leaders of Restoration Place Church, Pastors Richard and Andrea Ledford. Uh, thank you for your love, encouragement and enduring support over the years. You've been such a blessing. And without you. I probably would not be me. I also want to thank uh, to say thank you to some of the many other dynamic mentors God has allowed me to glean from in my life. Some very anointed voices and sources of inspiration and support. Pastor R.B. Holmes of Bethel Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, Pastor Robert Shelley, retired at CHC Christian Heritage Church. Pastor Mike Floyd, the founder of this radio station. And Pastor Ivy Williams of the Redeemed Church. And there's so many others. Uh, I didn't mention uh, Donna Floyd, pa- uh, Pastor Mike's uh, wife, and, uh, and Pastor Marie, Ivy Williams' wife. So many others that I did not name, but you know who you are. I just want to say thank you. Well, all right. Just to get us acclimated as to where we are today, we are on Faith Street, which intersects with Love Lane and leads to Praise Boulevard, which turns into Hallelujah Highway, where worship is a way of life, where hope stays alive, and where victory in Christ Jesus is a daily celebration. Glory to God. I'm so glad that you join us today. To move beyond the allegory, we're here today to let you know that by staying on Faith Street, you will find victory on every front. 
Last week, we kind of opened up the conversation with a look at the definition of faith and some of the dynamics of faith. Today, we want to share with you some other key dynamics of faith. So right now, it's PAC time. That's P-A-C time, prayer, agreement, covering. So let's pray. Father God, we just thank you so much for this opportunity for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father. Lord, I thank you that uh, you've given us this platform and Lord, we pray that we use it uh, uh, to your glory. And right now, Lord, that you would use it, Father God, that you would impact people's lives, that you would touch the lives of every listener right now. Lord, we're believing you for great things, Father God. We believe you that every yoke would be destroyed, that every burden would be lifted, Father God, that uh, captives would be set free, souls would be saved, O oh Father God, and that you would get the glory. It's our prayer right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We want to talk to you about four different things concerning the faith today. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is the fact that faith is a universal gift. Faith is a gift from God. Romans 12 and 3 says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. My dad, uh, many of you know uh, or know of the Reverend Dr. C.K. Steele, uh, who used to pastor Bethel here in Tallahassee where we grew up, uh, he used to say that every culture and every people all over the world worship something because all people have a kind of an innate knowing that there is a greater one with whom we all must deal with. And, you know, this is true. As you look across the globe, uh, you see that people have all kinds of strange ways of worship. Uh, and, and it is developed because down through the years uh, from the knowledge of the one God, People who have gone away from God have still had within them the innate reality and truth that there is a God. We understand that God created every man with a measure of faith. And that's that kind of faith that we see all over the world. People have derived strange religions, many of them uh, worshiping idols, worshiping animals, worshiping nature, uh, worshiping the stars. And, uh, you know, Paul said that they're really worshiping demons because if you're not worshiping the true God, then you're worshiping uh, a distraction. You're worshiping a, a distortion, a perversion. And, and so, but we understand that they're doing it because within them is a faith for something and they have misdirected their faith. The text says he's given to every man the measure of faith. Original faith is God's gift to all. All are born with this measure. It is how people do great feats and achieve great accomplishments, but do not yet acknowledge God. They use their faith in an earthy and natural way. But unless they apply faith to be born again, it has little value in the grand scheme of things. It is not until we turn our faith toward God that we experience true, genuine power. God has given faith to all at birth. You have it. I have it. All have it. You can't earn it. It is a universal gift of grace. It is a part of what I call elementary grace. God gave me a message um, a few years back uh, and it talks about growing in grace and showed me three different levels of grace through uh, the Beatitudes and the outline that Christ gave in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit and on and on he goes. Um, it's really an outline. As you go through about three of those blessings, you move to another level. 
And so he showed me that there are three levels. There's the elementary grace that anybody can enter in. Anybody and everybody experiences some level of elementary grace. But then you move forward and you become reciprocal with God and you've moved into now what I call reciprocal grace. And then when you have grown and become strong, Jesus ends it. He says, blessed are uh, ye when you're persecuted. You know, when you stand up to persecution and you're able now to stand in your faith no matter what, then you move from elementary through reciprocal into abundant grace. And so everybody has that elementary grace. God has given faith to all at birth. And uh, and it, it's one of the sure evidences of God's love for all people. God loves everybody. It doesn't matter what you where you're from, what your race is, what your sex is, what your religion is. It doesn't matter uh, what color you are. Doesn't matter what culture you come from. God loves you, man. He loves you, woman. However, certain circumstances and certain situations have influenced people, and they often cause people to develop a distorted faith, a perverted faith, or in some cases, many have abandoned all faith. And, and this is critical. This is why Jesus came. Uh, people have, have found themselves wandering around, lost in the wilderness, not knowing where they are, what to do. And, and, and their faith has, has become uh, depleted or they've just completely abandoned it altogether. That could be you today. It could be you, sir. It could be you, ma'am. That's why I'm here today to encourage you to recover your faith. Recover your faith today and realize that you have at least the measure of faith Pick up your faith and cast it forth saying, I trust God. I choose God. I trust Jesus. I choose Jesus. Amen. You know, as a kid, um, when I was really introduced to Jesus, and matter of fact, uh, the first thing that I recall my father reading to me, actually sitting on my bed and reading the Bible was the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really understand that. All I knew is what I had learned in Sunday school and through church, that Jesus was wonderful. Amen. I say that Jesus was, that he is wonderful. And when I saw the love of God through Jesus Christ, I fell in love with him. I knew he was God. I, I knew this was right. I, I knew his ways were the truth and, and that everything about him was, was God and good. And so it's, it's, not, it's not hard to fall in love with Jesus if you just get to know him. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to just praise him right now when you talk about the love of God through Jesus Christ. Second thing I want to talk about today is the fact that faith is powerful. I said faith is powerful. So I want somebody to say, I'm picking up my faith. I'm picking up my faith. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm restoring to myself the power that God has given me, and I'm placing it in the proper place in Christ Jesus. Luke 17, 5 through 7, it reads, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto the sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Jesus says that just a very, very small amount of faith will do wonders. He says that with faith, no bigger than a tiny mustard seed, things must obey your command. This means that if a tree must move, then obstacles must move. At our, at our command, headaches must go. Heart conditions, conditions must go, must change. 
cancer must go. And it also means that trouble must cease at the cursing of the fig tree. Jesus said mountains must move. So apparently many of us do not have even mustard seed faith. So this is why we're to constantly uh, be seeking to increase our faith. Amen. Faith, faith, faith. We define faith. We talked about faith uh, last week. And to, to just give you a picture a little bit, uh, I, I saw some sayings online. One said this, faith is like Wi-Fi. It, it's invisible, but it has the power to connect you to what you need. Faith is like Wi-Fi. How many of you all use Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi is real. You, you use it and you don't think about it. You, you just say, I'm going to use it. But, you know, sometimes you got to get the bars and you got to get the link right. And, and, and once you link up, you're able to move on the Internet. Am I right? Amen. Another says faith begins where the will of God is known. This is very important. Amen. It's important that we connect with the will of God. Amen. You, your Wi-Fi won't work if you're not connected to the will of God. Amen. We got to know what, what does God want for me? What has God promised me? And when we get into the word, we, we understand and we, we begin to realize the love of God, the blessings that have come through the sacrifice of Jesus. So it's very important that we understand that faith has power, amen. Faith, faith will connect us to God and God has all power. He's called the almighty. Hallelujah. What is it you need today? What is it you need? You need your bills paid? Simple, easy. God can do it. You know, God has never failed me yet. I've been through all kinds of trouble and trials and, and, and sticky situations, uh, uh, looking at deadlines that seem like it should have been dealt with days ago and that if it wasn't dealt with all, all, uh, everything was going to fall apart. But do you know God came through? I said, God came through. God has always come through. You've got to put your trust and your faith in him because he will always come through. Amen. He, he may not come early. Amen. He might come in a time that you think is late, but he'll prove that he's never late. Amen. He's always on time. And in, in, in the time that, that you think you're waiting and, and that it looks like it won't come, he'll come in a time that, that produces, uh, such a great, uh, great effect in your life that you wouldn't have had it any other way. Amen. Because he'll, he'll produce patience in you. Amen. Uh, as you wait on God, uh, you, you'll learn, uh, patience and humility and you'll learn that you can always trust him. Thirdly, we want to tell you that faith has growth potential. Say that. Say faith has growth potential. Say, I'm increasing my faith. You ought to say that. You ought, I don't care where you are. You, you're on Faith Street, amen. You're with us today. If you're with us today, then you're on Faith Street. If you're in your car, if you're at work, if you're, you're at home, it doesn't matter. You've just all of a sudden transcended to Faith Street. And you ought to be able to say faith. My faith is growing. Amen. I, I'm increasing my faith. Amen. And, and, and we want to talk about that. It's exactly what Jesus did. He, he increased their faith. They said, Lord, increase our faith. And immediately he did it. Uh, he told them about mustard seed faith. He put spiritual truth into their ears so that it could get down into their hearts. Isn't that the way it works? Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing 
by the word of God. He told them the dynamics of faith. He told how powerful just a little faith can be. And he told them how they could put it to use with their words or command. Jesus, with these simple words, right then, right there, increased their faith. He gave them a word. Somebody say a word. Say, all I need is a word. Amen. Hearing this truth now is increasing your faith. It's increasing my faith. Whoever's listening to this, whoever reads this, when you get that word, hallelujah, it will increase your faith. There are two ways that faith can be increased. And you might split one up and say it's three, but, but first, the first way in the Bible in Romans 10, 17, we just read, it says by hearing. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Okay, one meaning of this is by continually hearing the word. Amen. Most people will tell you it's not by hearing, but it's by hearing and hearing, right? So it's a continual hearing of the word. If you quit hearing the word, you'll quit thinking about the word. You'll quit declaring the word. You'll eventually quit using and quit believing the word. And those things are critical. We must hear it. We must say it. We must believe it. Amen. And then another meaning is hearing in two ways. That's hearing in mind. That's spirit, soul, and body. Well, I'm sorry. That's hearing in your soul. When you're hearing your mind, it means you're hearing in your soul, which is uh, your mind, will, and emotions. Amen. You're stirred in your, in your mind. You're stirred in your emotions, and your will is stirred. Amen. But it's also hearing in your heart, which is really your spirit. Uh, that's where we hear God. We hear God in our spirit. We fellowship with God through our spirit. Uh, he's seeking worshipers who's, the Bible says, Jesus told the woman of the world, he's seeking worshipers who will worship him in, in, uh, in spirit and in truth. Hearing, hearing. This is how we feed our faith. So, so it's by hearing is the first way we increase our faith. We must hear the word. Hallelujah. And then secondly, we increase our faith through using the faith that we have. Hebrews 5.14 says, But strong meat belongeth, belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. This text reveals that our spiritual growth is enhanced by use of our senses. Faith is a spiritual sense. It supersedes our physical senses so that we can do more. It takes faith to operate in spiritual gifts, whether it is prophecy, healing, tongues, or spiritual discernment. Using these gifts builds our faith to use them again. So I encourage you today to bring increase to your faith by attacking your problems with the faith that you have right now. Start declaring blessings, amen. Start speaking to that headache, amen. Declare miracles, declare favor, healing in the name of Jesus, and then feed on the word of God daily. Read it, hear it, and say it. When you read it and read it out loud, then you're, you're reading it with your eyes, you're hearing it with your ears, and you're saying it with your tongue, and you're saturating your heart with it. Isn't that good? Amen. That's what it's all about. And so um, we are encouraged to um, continue increasing our faith. Remember, that you may not be 
where so-and-so is or where bishop so-and-so is or where reverend so-and-so is or apostle or or prophetess. You may not be where they are in your faith, but you've got that measure of faith. And if you begin to work that faith that you have, baby, you'll start growing faith muscles and your faith will get strong and people will wonder what happened in the dark because you're so bright in the light because you've been using your faith, amen. You've been increasing your faith. Somehow you you found out you that you you can grow if you get under the word, amen. And so you went and found a good uh, word church, and you begin to sit under under the word. And then you got your own Bible, and you began to search your word, and you began to study the word, and you began to meditate. In the word and on the word and with the word and you begin to declare the word and all of a sudden people say, where did that giant of faith come from? Well, they've been in the word, amen. They've been under the word. They've been growing their faith and they've been using their faith. They've been telling headaches to go away and and backaches to go away and, and now they're speaking to cancer and they're speaking to AIDS and they're speaking to death and saying, go away. You have no right here. And that's the power of faith as we allow it to grow. Now, the fourth thing I want to share is this important truth. Faith is the foundation of all our spiritual senses. I I say again, faith is the foundation. Somebody say foundation. Say it in your heart. Faith is the foundation of all our spiritual senses. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith. Not by sight. This connotation, walk by faith, really means it's how we live. It's how we go about our day. It's how we conduct our business. We learn to scream what we hear and how we hear it. This is true with what we see and what we say. And it also means that in all our affairs, faith goes forth as a shield and buckler. Paul calls faith our shield when he talks about the army in Ephesians 6. Remember the Old Testament, uh, in the Old Testament, how Judah would go up to battle first and that Judah literally means praise. Well, it is because praise is our first real sign of faith. Say foundation, somebody. Amen. Uh, Faith is the foundation of our senses. In the Lord's prayer, praise is first. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Amen. So, so praise is, is first. Uh, it, it, it's demonstrated. Faith is first demonstrated with an act or a word of declaration revealing God's greatness and our trust, our faith in God. I'll say that again. Faith is first demonstrated with an act or word of declaration revealing God's greatness and our trust and our faith in God. So faith is first and then words and our actions will follow, which in turn will do what? Will generate more faith. (laughs) I said faith is first, then words. We're declaring it. We're speaking it. Hallelujah. We're singing it. We're praising, uh, uh, praising our God. And then actions follow. We begin to begin to act like the one we praise. Amen. We begin to take on certain uh, qualities and characteristics of the one we follow and the one we love. Amen. And, and, and then uh, in turn, we're gaining more faith. And those things are, are, are real, true signs that our faith is growing because we're living like Jesus. We're loving like Jesus. We're forgiving others 
like Jesus. We're, we're sharing our means and our resources like Jesus. We're, we're uh, counseling others and giving them words of encouragement like Jesus, amen, giving them words of wisdom like Jesus. Oh, this blesses my heart. So if you want to affect change to circumstances and situations, then stir up your faith to action with praise. Then declare your faith, proclaim your objective, meditate on the word, ruminate on God's goodness and shout it out so that it can be heard in your atmosphere. This is one of my daily practices. Every morning when I get up, I begin to praise the Lord. Amen. I get up in the morning and I declare the goodness of the Lord. I thank him for his goodness. And I let my whole atmosphere hear it. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, it's important that we understand these things. That it's, it's out of our faith that we'll be able to do whatever we're doing. Amen. Somebody say faith. It, it's through faith. Hallelujah. That we will be able to conquer conquer. All of the demons that come after us. It is through faith that we'll be able to accomplish the will of God in our lives. Amen. It is through faith that we'll be able to cover our house and our household with prayer. It is through faith by faith. I love it. I love it. Um, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about faith. Hallelujah. It talks about the heroes of faith. Talks about Enoch. I love what it says uh, about Moses. It says that uh, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Faith will destroy fear. Faith will cast out all fear in your heart. Are you understanding what I'm saying? They're, they're on your job and they're trying to trying to. Uh, slander your name and, and you know you're doing the best job you can and, and, uh, people just don't like you and so they, they want to destroy. You don't fear them. Amen. Continue doing what's right. Hallelujah. And God will, He will vindicate you. Amen. By faith, uh, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the flesh, the pleasures of sin for a season. We, we've got to make a choice. Faith will make a make a hard choice. Sometimes faith will will sacrifice and hurt sometime knowing that uh, that there's joy coming in the morning. The Bible says that Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. Our faith lets us know that there's a joy set before us. Hallelujah. I like what it says. It says that by faith, uh, Moses endured as seeing him who is invisible. Faith is how we see. Faith is, is how we operate in our senses. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Glory to our God. Hallelujah. So, just to encourage you today, I want to remind you of what we've said here today and what we've talked about. First, that faith is a universal gift, that God has given you faith, and that you have faith. Don't let nobody tell you you don't have faith. And you quit saying, I don't have no faith. I, I just don't know what's wrong. I just, my, no, get your faith off of the shelf and put it into action.
Why? Because our second point says faith is powerful. If, if you want power and you want to operate in the things of God and you want to see change in your life, then put your faith to work because faith is so very powerful. And, and, and uh, thirdly, we want you to understand that your faith will grow. Faith has growth potential. If you use your faith, then your faith will grow. If you listen, if you'll seek out God's word, if you'll humble yourself and sit under the teachings of good pastor, good preaching, good teaching, then your faith will grow. Amen. And lastly, faith is your foundation. So stand, stand on the foundation. Amen. That, that Christ has given you. See, when we operate, uh, we're operating this faith that God has given us is not something we earned. It's not something we, we, uh, we got on our own. We didn't buy it. Amen. God gave us of his own faith that we might operate in that faith to trust and believe in him and trust and believe in righteousness, trust and believe in holiness, trust and believe that, that we can declare a thing and it shall be established unto us. Trust and believe his word. This is what this is all about. Hallelujah. I want to uh, tell you that that faith is our way of communicating with heaven. It's through our faith that we communicate with heaven and we pull things out of heaven. I want to share something with you that the great pastor Yangi Cho said in his book. He said that faith is like a gear in a car. His book, out of his book, Salvation, Health, and Prosperity, our threefold blessings in Christ. But he says faith is like a gear in a car. When the car is in forward gear, the car moves forward. But when the car is in reverse, it moves backward with the same power. Likewise, if you believe that God is a good God, success will come to you. If you do not believe that God is a good God, you will encounter fear, unrest, and despair. Your faith can be positive or negative. It's up to you. Positive faith produces positive faith. And negative faith produces negative faith. So you can either grow or you can die according to how you use your faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? According to your words, according to your thoughts and your belief, your habits, how you plan your day and how you spend your time. Uh, if you're listening to trash, your faith will become trash. I want to share a humorous story with you before we close uh, that a friend uh, that I found in a book on communication. And it's very important that we have our communication lines open with heaven, amen, and that we're communicating properly, amen, that, that, that we're not just communicating with the, the heavenlies where the enemy dwells, but we're moving up into the heavens where God rules and reigns, amen. Uh, this is an interesting and, and cute little story. Uh, Jorge Rodriguez, an old West Bank robber from Mexico who operated along the Texas border around 1900. Rodriguez was so successful that the Texas Rangers established a special force to try to stop him. Well, late one afternoon, one of these Rangers saw Rodriguez, uh, saw him slipping across the border back into Mexico and trailed him at a discreet distance. He watched as the outlaw returned to his home village and mingled with the people in the square. Well, when Rodriguez went into his favorite cantina to relax, the ranger slipped in and managed to get the drop on him. With a pistol to the bank robber's head, the lawman said, Jose Rodriguez, I know who you are. I've come to get back all the money that you have stolen from the banks in Texas. Unless you give it to me, I'm going to blow your brains out. 
Rodriguez could see the man's badge and could discern his hostile intent. But there was a problem. He didn't speak English. He began speaking rapidly in Spanish, but the ranger couldn't understand what he said because he didn't speak Spanish. Just then a young boy came up and said in English, I can help. I speak English and Spanish. Do you want me to be your translator? The ranger nodded. The boy quickly explained everything the ranger had said. Nervously, Rodriguez answered, tell the big Texas ranger that I have not spent a cent of the money. If he will go to the town well, face north, and count down five stones, he will find a loose one there. Pull it out, and all the money is behind there. Please tell him quickly. The boy looked back at the ranger and said, Senor Jose Rodriguez is a brave man. He says he is ready to die. <laughs> I hope you got it. I hope you got it. Instead of translating properly, he translated to his own favor. Amen. And, and uh, told the ranger that uh, he's not going to tell you where the money is. And so you can kill him. But you know what would happen then. Then they would go get the money because they just heard where it was. And so it's important that communication is proper and good. Amen. That we, we communicate our faith from the very foundation that is laid for us. And what I mean by that is that we walk by faith. We literally Walk by faith, amen. That what we say, we're saying uh, an encouraging word, amen. We're saying a positive word. Uh, uh, we're trying to be a point of light. As Christ said, ye are the light of the world. Then we want to be lights of the world. We want to communicate uh, in what we hear. We want to hear right. We, we want to, don't want to hear every, uh, every little wind of doctrine and every little opinion, uh, every little... Uh, caption from the media or, or from the tabloids. No, we want to hear truth. That's why it's important that we get under the word of God. Hallelujah. And we want truth to get down in our heart. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Right now, I just want to invite you to put your faith in Christ. If you haven't put your faith in Christ as of yet, I want you to know you can do it now by praying a little prayer with me. Say this prayer with me. If you, if you want to receive Jesus, you want to be born again. Say this prayer. Oh, Lord Jesus, I recognize you as my Lord and Savior who died to pay the penalty for my sins and yet rose from the grave after three days with all power in your hands. Forgive me, Lord. Accept me as your own child. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in your book of life. Use my life to your glory. Thank you, Lord, that even now I am saved. Hallelujah. Well, as we get ready to close out today, please remember 1 John 5 and 4, which says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We um, also want to remind you to please Tune in again with us next week at the same time, same channel. 94.1 is where you are. Uh, and tune in to, uh, to us at 12 noon next week. And you'll be once again on Faith Street with Derek Steele. So don't stress. Be blessed. See you next week. You believe, huh?